us with and allowed us to see and we're so happy to be back in the sanctuary of the Lord one more time on this second Sunday in the month of February in the year 2021. We are so glad you're with us here at the Ronald Salem Missionary Baptist Church located just outside of the wonderful town of Garrysburg in beautiful Northampton County, North Carolina. We have a church motto here, and it is the end of your search for a friendly church, and we do our very best to live up to that motto. We're going to have now, uh, but before we do our opening selection, we have a mission statement here, and it comes from the book of St. Matthew, uh, the 28th chapter, verses 19 and 20. It says, Go ye therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. We thank April and Derek for being here on this morning. We thank Elijah and Steve and Marvin for being here. And uh, we're praying for the rest of our church family members who are not here. Uh, Julia, my wife, is here in the sanctuary this morning as well. And we just say hello to everybody. We'll have an opening selection now. Sometimes at night, when I'm all alone, 
significant other or it could even be um, children or grandchildren who we consider our loving caring sweethearts and uh, we should try to foster that feeling within our relationships of that nature all year long so happy Valentine's Day to everybody and with that I want to also welcome everybody um, certainly good morning to our church family those who are listening 
by our conference call-in line and those who may be watching now live streaming on Facebook Live, we welcome you and those who are not necessarily on the book members of Roanoke-Salem, but you're part of the body of Christ. You're our brothers and sisters in Christ. We love you from uh, surrounding churches and those who are out of our area, across the state, maybe somewhere even in another state. We thank you so much for being with us on this morning. And also, we certainly uh, want to say that we are always appreciative when you make time to come and share with us. And, you know, a lot of people have told me how they watch several different services on Sunday mornings now with the opportunity to live stream. So that's a wonderful thing. Watch as many services as you can. You'll find that there is some good preaching and sound biblical teaching going on uh, in the churches here in Northampton County. They are part of um, not only our association, but just some good, solid men and women of God doing some sound preaching and great preaching and teaching here in Northampton County. So uh, we thank you for, for tuning in on this morning. Uh, I want to remind us that I said on first Sunday, we want to have some reflection, some recognition of someone, uh, African-American history during this month of February which we, uh, you know, we know, you know, we call Black History Month. Black History is a 365 thing, a year, a year thing. It's not just, uh, it's not just uh, 30, 28 days uh, every every year, but it's 365 days a year. But during this month, there has been designated Black History Month. We want to recognize the accomplishment and achievements of African Americans. Today, I want to talk about Mr. George Moses Horton. George Moses Horton. Um, he was a slave, uh, born a slave on the William Horton tobacco plantation right here in Northampton County, North Carolina. He was born a slave on the William Horton tobacco plantation right here in Northampton County, North Carolina. Uh, Brother George taught himself to read using the Bible and hymnals and spelling books. Amen. And then he later on uh, in life, he became well known uh, because he composed poetry uh, in his mind because he couldn't write. But some of the poetry that he composed uh, as he shared it, somebody wrote it down because we do in fact have uh, several of his poems. We can, you can go online and you can find some of his poems that he's written. So again, we are uh, highlighting and recognizing and celebrating Mr. George Moses Horton, uh, born a slave here in Northampton County, North Carolina, and uh, became a well-known poet. In fact, um, and my wife, Julia, found this information, so I want to give her credit for that. She said that uh, she read online that George Horton uh, was considered, some, of them, some people called him the Black Bard, B-A-R-D, uh, of poetry. Uh, William Shakespeare, some of you all know, was called the Bard of uh, Avalon. Uh, 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 I forget the name of it, but anyway, uh, William Shakespeare was called, uh, considered the Bard, um, and George uh, Moses Horton was called by some the Black Bard for his writing of poetry. So Google him and go online uh, and see if you find St Stafford on the Avon. That's that's where um, 
that's where Shakespeare was from, Stafford on the Avon, and they called him the Bard of, the, of Stafford on the Avon, and people called George Horton the Black Bard. So go Google him and find information on him. Want to again thank you, as always, for your generous giving. Please continue to obey and honor the Lord by giving your tithes and offerings. Um, and then, of course, those of you who are not even members of Roanoke-Salem, many of you give to the ministry here. And I want to thank you for your giving as well. You have several, you have at least three different ways that you can give. First of all, if you so choose, those who live in our immediate area, you can come by the church Monday, Wednesday, or Fridays between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Um, and there will be somebody here. Normally, it's Miss Jean Sykes, uh, who is the administrative assistant to the pastor. She's usually here on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But if she's not here, uh, there'll be usually somebody else here. Sometimes Miss Peggy is here in her place, Miss Peggy Harding. But somebody should be here to take your tithes and offerings if you want to bring it by the church. You also have the opportunity to mail your tithes and offerings in. Uh, that's P.O. Drawer Z. P.O. Drawer Z, Garysburg, North Carolina, 27831. And you can see that on your screen if you're, if you're live streaming. So you can mail them in. And then you also have the opportunity to uh, share online. If you go to our Roanoke-Salem homepage, which is rsmbc.com. RSMBC stands for Roanoke-Salem Missionary Baptist Church. RSMBC.com. When that home page opens up, if you look across the top, you'll see several tabs there. One of those tabs says giving. If you will click on the tab that says giving, when that page opens up, then you will also be guided as to how you can give online. So thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you continue to do. And just know that, as the Lord says uh, in the book of Malachi, if you, you bring uh, your, 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 your tithes and offerings into his house, into his storehouse, and make sure he has meat in his house from the, old, from the King James Version language, the Lord will make sure not only that you have what you need, the Lord will make sure you have more than what you need so that you can also be a blessing to others. So we thank you and we, ask, we encourage you to continue um, giving tithes and offerings in obedience to the Lord. Before I um, give the morning prayer, I want to introduce the preacher for this morning. She is none other than Reverend Gloria Stevenson. Uh, Reverend Stevenson is one of the associate ministers here at Roanoke-Salem. Uh, she is uh, over the seniors ministry. She is a wonderful woman of God. She is a uh, professional, she's an educator in the education profession by her, by her, by employment. She's married uh, to Mr. Garland Stevenson, and you'll get to see him today too because he's going to favor us with a song uh, probably just before she sings, and so you'll get to see her, her husband and hear him, wonderful singer. Uh, Gloria is a mother and a grandmother, but again, most of all, she is a, a loyal, faithful dedicated servant of the Most High God, and uh, she will preach with clarity and conviction, so I pray that you will open your spiritual hearts and your spiritual minds uh, to receive the word that she has for us on this morning, and it's always a pleasure 
uh, to have one of the associate ministers of Roanoke-Salem deliver the word on a second Sunday morning. So we're looking forward to uh, Reverend Stevenson bringing the word here shortly. Uh, with that said, let us transition now into the morning prayer. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus Christ, our precious Lord and Savior, who died on Calvary's cross for the forgiveness of our sins, went down in a borrowed tomb, stayed there for three days, and got up on that third morning that we call Easter. And when you got up, Lord Jesus, you had completed your divine mission. You had reconciled, you had, you had taken the pain and the penalty of the sins of all humanity, past, present, and future, upon yourself. And because you were obedient to down that cross for our sins, then your Father rewarded you by giving you all power. When, when, he, when he raised you up on that Sunday morning, on that third day Sunday morning, you said that you had all power, both in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And that was your reward for your, from your Father for being obedient to what he asked you to do. So God, we thank you that you loved humanity so much that in spite of how badly some of us treated you, Lord, when you walked this earth, you still were willing to look past all of our faults and you saw our greatest need, which was to have somebody die for our sins because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. You shed your blood, Jesus, to cover and wash away the stains of our sins. And you paid the price. You, you paid the penalty that rightfully belongs to me and from everybody and for everybody under the sound of my voice. And all we have to do now, Lord, is be willing to recognize that we are frail and we are damaged in a spiritual sense and humble ourselves and submit ourselves to you, to give our lives to you, to ask you to be our Lord and Savior. And you will accept us immediately. You will cleanse us. And then your favor, your protection, your glory will be upon us. And then we have a privilege to receive all the promises of the Bible for those who will trust and obey you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. And then thank you, Jesus and Father, for sending the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we, we thank you that every day you're with us now. Those of us who are saved, you, you inhabit us at this temple that we call a, a body and a mind in a spiritual sense. And you remind us of the things that Jesus taught. And you guide us and direct us daily if we will listen to you. God the Father has given all of us free will. We still have the opportunity to not listen. But Holy Spirit, don't ever leave us. Don't ever stop talking to us. Don't ever stop guiding us. And Lord and Holy Spirit, you are the one who gives us the spiritual fruit of the Spirit. Nine holy divine characteristics that should be evident in the lives of all believers. Lord God, we know that we don't always display all the fruit of the Spirit all the time at the same time. But as we live day to day, each one of those nine individual fruit of the Holy Spirit should be on display in our life so that somebody will know and recognize 
that we belong to Jesus Christ. We are sons and daughters of Jehovah, the Most High God. And it's the fruit of the Spirit that we use to help draw people to you, Lord Jesus. The Holy Spirit and you, you all do the actual saving. But you give us the fruit of the Spirit to share among the body of Christ and with the unsaved to draw men unto you. We thank you for all the resources you've already blessed us with. And we ask you above all else, Lord Jesus, to just use us to be a blessing to this world. COVID in this world, we need to be blessed. Uh, racial and civil unrest and social unrest in this world, we need to be blessed. Uh, Lord, families are breaking up. Conflict within families, we, we need to be blessed. Grief in the land because of all death from all different types of reasons, we need to be blessed. Sometimes, Lord, we don't even know uh, what to say and what to do and feel like we're lost and don't know where to turn. We need to be blessed. And then, Lord, certainly there's the unsaved who don't know that they need to have their sins pardoned and their soul saves. We need to be blessed. And you are the one who blesses, Lord. So we ask you to use the body of Christ to be a blessing to the world. Whatever way you see fit, Lord Jesus, and however you guide us, Holy Spirit, it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We'll have our Samonic selection and then please prepare to receive the word this morning from Reverend Gloria Stevenson. Thunder don't roll Yeah, well Trouble wind don't blow Why I wanna go Where the rain don't pour When I leave this world To return no more Yes, I just wanna go Where the thunder don't roll Yeah, well Trouble winds don't blow. Oh, and I wanna go where the rain don't pour. When I leave this world to return no more, I wanna go where there's peace and harmony. Where little children will be afraid to walk the streets. Oh, I wanna go. Well, it's your and peace of mind. There on a land where there won't be no more time. I, I just wanna go. Yes, sir. Where the thunder don't go. There where there trouble winds trouble don't blow. Oh, and I, I wanna go. Turn no more. You know what? Down here below. 
morning church family and to every listening ear and I just want to really say again happy Valentine's Day to everyone it's raining outside but it's still a good day amen amen I thank the almighty God for allowing me to be able to stand and proclaim his word on this morning I thank my pastor Reverend Horsley for allowing me to stand where he stands on so many Sunday mornings, pouring out what God has poured into him. And thank you, church family, for those that are listening now and at noontime. And I, I thank the choir, these guys back here. And I thank my own little Valentine this morning. Amen, 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 amen. I won't be before you long. I'm going to do what thus said the Lord and and ask him to bless whatever he has given me on today. I, I want to read the scripture this morning. It's just one verse. It's coming from John 13 and 34. 
and it says, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Most gracious and all wise God, we come at this appointed time and place, first of all, just to say thank you for another day. Thank you for our early rising on this morning, and thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, and thank you, God, every now and then you sprinkle a little favor upon our lives, and we just want to say thank you. Now, Lord God, I ask you to use me as your vessel, as your woman servant. Holy Spirit, I ask you to speak through me, give me clarity, boldness, that people's ears will hear and their hearts will be open. And Father God, I come to, to preach for you. So that when I take my seat, you will say, job well done, my good and faithful servant. These things I ask in your mighty name. Amen. A new commandment I give unto you. I took a look at three other versions of this scripture. The NIV said, a new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you so you must love one another I looked at the new living translation and it says so now I am given a new commandment love each other just as I have loved you you should love each other and then I went to one more, and it said, a new commandment. This is the English Standard Version. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. Now, there's no doubt about who is given this commandment. What God is saying, you must love one another. You should love one another. And you also are to love one another. Now, why am I supposed to do this? He said, because my commandment lets you know because I have loved you, I expect you to love one another. I want to use for a subject this morning. Do you know what real love is? Do you know what real love is? See, some people don't know how to love because they don't understand what love is and what love is not. That's why a whole lot of people feel just like Tina Turner when she said, what's love got to do with it? It's just a secondhand emotion. And then Brother Al Green came along, and he was just all mixed up about what love is because he said love will make you do right and love will make you do wrong. And he really got confused because he said love will make you come home early and love will make you stay out all night long. He didn't understand what real love is. And in 1957... Mickey and Sylvia came along, and they let us know also that they didn't understand what real love is because they said love 
is strange. If you look at the calendars for each month, has a special day. January has New Year's. December has Christmas. November has Thanksgiving. October, Columbus Day. September, Labor Day. August, Friendship Day. July, 4th of July. June, Father. May, Mother. April, Easter. March, St. Patrick. And then there is February that is known as the love month because of Valentine's Day. It is estimated that 40 million heart-shaped boxes of chocolate will be sold. I want to let you know that love is not just a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day. You need to let him or her know that you think about them on other days and other months. You give her this candy and two months later you're asking, are you gaining weight? What's up with this? Giving candy is just a tradition. And we want to get away from traditions. We need to love all the time. 250 million roses will be given. Love is not just a bouquet of roses. Anyone can buy or pick flowers. You hear people say, give me my flowers while I live. They are talking about flowers of encouragement. Flowers of thank you. Flowers are words that will let me know that you appreciate the things that I do. Flowers let them know that they have made a difference in someone's life. Flowers is just a little bit of your time. Flowers is a genuine hug, and I appreciate you, and flowers that are filled with real love. Flowers to say thank you for the sacrifices. Flowers that say I trust and believe in you. Once again, this is another tradition. $3.9 billion worth of diamonds will be purchased. Diamonds are good. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend. But I want to add something to that this morning. They are your best friend as long as there are no strings attached. Tradition, once again. 145 million Valentine cards will be sold. Most of us, when we look for a card, we want to say what we want to say. And my question is, why don't you just say it? Once again, tradition. Now, I, I'm not saying don't give candy, don't give roses, don't give diamonds, don't buy a card, don't take it for a special dinner. I am saying don't just allow tradition to be just one day. We need to show real appreciation and love every day because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. We have seen this in 2020. Here today and gone tomorrow. You see, deaf ears can hear and sealed lips can't speak. Do you know what real love is? Well, let me tell you what love is not. Real love can't be bought, sold, or traded. Love is not a substance. It's not a commodity. 
Real love is not a bargaining tool. If you love me, you'll do this or you'll do that. Love is not lip music. You see, there are some that allow that word love, L-O-V-E, to roll off their lips like dripping honey. It sounds so sweet. We need to stop giving lip music. We need to understand that this four-letter word is a powerful word. That word can make or break someone or something. It can uplift and it can tear down when the truth is found out. Stop telling people that you love them while you have a dagger in their back. And when they are not around, you destroy them with your words and your idle gossip. So you might as well have your knee on their throat because you are choking the life out of them. If you can't say the truth, don't say anything at all. Can I get a witness this morning? See, love is not envy, boastful, arrogant. It is not full of pride, and it's not rude. Real love does not insist that it's my way or no way. Love does not rejoice in wrongdoing, and love is not jealous. Love has no borders, and it has no special territories. Do you know what real love is. Well, I want to talk just about two loves, the agape and the ero. See, we need to have agape love for one another. That's an unconditional love. That love that will make you look beyond someone's faults and see their needs. The word tells us that I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Love is bigger than you and me. Real love will make you love your enemies. Real love will make you go beyond the normal. Real love is sincere. See, love can be a light because it enlightens those who give it and those who receive it. Love is patience. Love is kind. Love does not dishonor others. Real love is not self-seeking. It keeps no records of wrongdoing. Love builds good relationships. Love is a bond that connects one another. Love never ends. Love rejoices in the truth, and love is trusting the Almighty God. Do you know what real love is? Let me tell you about the ERO, E-R-O-S. That's the romantic love between a man and a woman, husband and wife. Proverb tells us that he who finds a wife finds a good thing. When he finds you as his wife, he obtains favor from the Lord, and you are his blessing. Now, see, I am no marriage counselor, and I didn't write any books or papers because it's already been written in Mark 10 and 9. It says, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. I I do not know that if if God has joined, I do know that if God has joined them together for his purpose, I say woe unto the one that try and invade and mess up God's plans. Real love. Real love when you got the love of God in your heart. Real love. It's not what shows on the outside, but what comes from within. 
real love is when you wake up in the morning. You see, it may be raining outside, but you got sunshine in your heart. It may be snowy and icy, but the heart is warm. Real love comes from God. Real love has to be guided by faith in God. Love will lighten a heavy heart and it can mend a broken heart. Do you know what real love is? But the greatest love to have is pure love. Let me tell you about pure love. Jesus is the perfect example of pure love. Pure love cannot be contaminated, but it can become contagious if you let it. Pure love has no additives. Pure love is not dressed up. Pure love will never walk away from you. You may walk away from it, but it will never leave you nor forsake you. Pure love is an atoning love, a love that allows us to make amends for wrongdoings. Pure love is a calling love. First Peter 2 and 9 tells us that we are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. In other words, he says, I claim you no matter what. A pure love from Jesus is a perfect love, a unique love, a divine love, a love that bewilders our understanding. A pure love justifies. A pure love adopts, glorifying and redeeming love, pure love. Because you love me so much, you brought me with a price, the shedding of your precious blood. What is pure love? Well, John 3.16 said it all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God sent Jesus to earth in a human body, just like all the other human bodies, except Jesus' body was not full of sin. He never sin. God sent Jesus in a body so that he could condemn all sin through the punishment of that one sinless body. You see, Jesus endured everything that we would ever endure. You see, if you've been mistreated, he know how you feel. If you've been lied on, he know how you feel. If you've been denied something, he know how you feel. If you've been abused, he know how you feel. He knows what you're going through. You see, no greater love has a man than a man that would lay down his life for his friend. When you lay down your life for someone, you believe that they will be in your corner. They're going to stand by you, stand with you, and stand for you. And then you find out that this is not so. Pure love would enable you to love them anyway. See, Jesus showed pure love this morning. As he looked down and breathed the breath of life into us, he opened our eyes that we may see. He opened our ears to hear. He gave strength to our legs that we could walk. 
He put food on our table, clothes on our back, and last night he sent his angels to watch over us. He did all of this. He gave you Christmas this morning. He gave you Thanksgiving this morning. He gave you the 4th of July, your freedom this morning. He let you know August he was your friend. He even let you know that you had Father's Day and Mother's Day this morning because he said, I'll be a mother to the motherless and a father to the fatherless. And then he gave you a new day, a brand new day that you never seen. It's like New Year's all over again. And then he gave you Easter because he allowed you to get up and be among his creations this day. It's after 10 o'clock. Have you taken the time just to say, thank you, God, and I love you, God? You see, Jesus showed us pure love when he stood before Pilate and endured the insults, the accusations, the beating, and then to hear people say crucify him, knowing that some of them were the ones that he had given the sight to. Some of them he had opened their deaf ears. Some he had made their lame legs to walk. Some he probably had healed their bodies. And some of them was probably among the 5,000 that he fed. But he never said a mumbling word. It was pure love for us that Jesus allowed them to lay him down and stretch him wide. He stretched out his innocent hands and they drove the nails in his hands. It was not the nails that held him on the cross, but the pure love that he had for you and for me. It was love that kept him hanging on the cross from nine in the morning to three in the afternoon before he gave up the ghost. And they took him down and placed him in a borrowed tomb because he was not going to stay there. See, they didn't know that they were putting a rock inside of a rock. And then they placed a rock at the door. They thought it was all over, but they didn't know he was still working on our behalf because he loved us. There, there was some things that he had to clean up before the break of day. You see, he had, to, he had to go down and see Satan and death and the grave and had to set some things straight with them. I'm here to tell you that he is an on-time God. He's a promise-keeping God. Because early on Sunday morning, early before the break of day, he got up. He got up with all power in his hands, just like he said he would. He said he would rise on the third day because he loved us. You see, the grave couldn't keep him, and the stone couldn't stop him. Oh, bless his holy name. Do you know what real love is? Even after all of this, Jesus said, because I love you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again and receive you unto me. I'll be sitting on the right side of my father. And I'll be interceding for you. Ask what you will. I will not leave you comfortless because I love you. 
I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to be with you. And if you abide in me, and if my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you because I love you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to bring your word to your people. I ask now, Father, this special prayer for everyone. Lord God, I ask that you be with us. Lord God, I ask you to protect us. Lord God, I ask you to give us the strength of this day. Give us a generous heart and help us to love one another. Lord God, fill us with joy and let our words that we speak be uplifting and show us how to glorify you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being in control. And most of all, thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Amen. 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 Right where you are, wherever you are watching or listening to the broadcast this morning, just give the Lord a big hand now. Tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. For the word from on high through his woman servant, Reverend Gloria Stevenson. If you didn't know what real work love is, you should know now because she made it very plain and she made it very detailed. As the saying goes, if you didn't know, now you know. There are some who heard this message this morning and perhaps the Holy Spirit has been whispering in your ear that you should give your life to Jesus Christ. And you should come and be saved. Your soul saved and become part of the body of Christ. So if that's you this morning, I'm going to ask you to just bow your heads right where you are and repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you rose from the dead. I ask you now to be my personal Lord and Savior. Jesus, in your name I pray. Amen. If you pray that prayer, the Bible says that you are now saved. You are part of the body of Christ. You are no longer unsaved and uncovered. You are now covered in the blood of Jesus, which washes the stains of your sins as white as snow. So we thank the Lord Jesus this morning for saving you. We thank you for tuning in. We got about 10 minutes left. I'm going to ask the
just saying in your in your mind and plant that those words in your spiritual heart the Lord Jesus has promised that he's going to love us forever and there's nothing we can ever think say or do that's so bad and I mean some people myself included we've done some really really bad things in our life but the Lord Jesus died for every sin, no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, where you are in your life now. When you decide you want to give your life to him and you come to him humbly, he will forgive you. He will love us and he does love us forever. And nothing can separate his love from us. No person no power, no authority can separate, can stand between you and Jesus Christ. 
if you were trying to get to Jesus. He's waiting right there for you. So keep those words in your minds and in your hearts this week, especially those of you who are unsaved. You'll never go too far that Jesus won't bring you back. And he'll love you if you just simply humble yourself and ask him to forgive you of your sins. I want to thank Brother Garland Stevenson for singing with the musicians this morning. We certainly appreciate him, so let's give him a hand praise right now as well. Thank the Lord for him on this morning. I'm going to give the benediction and then we will close. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Let the church say amen.